The Soccer Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content and contest, including our NFL Win Totals contest with a $1,000 prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is offering you a chance to win $15 million in prizes with Best Ball Mania 4. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. We're also brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code SGP. And finally, we're also brought to you by our College Football Bankroll Challenge. Up to $3,000 up for grabs. Get all the details over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bankroll. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bankroll. You are listening to the EPL show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on X, formerly Twitter, at SGP Soccer. That is at SGP Soccer. Posted free plays on that X account last weekend and they were all winning plays. So make sure you follow that account for more. You can also follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on X at the... SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. And you can also follow my other X account, which also posted winning free plays last weekend. That is at X. That's at X. Not only does that account post free plays, not only does that account tweet about all sports, but it's also the account where I post my monthly PL every single month. And in the next 48 to 72 hours, the month of August will be the pin tweet on that account. And the month of August was my 123rd month in a row of transparent track profit. That means for over a decade, I haven't had a single losing month in sports betting. Losing days, yes. Even losing weeks, unfortunately. But never have I had a losing month in over a decade. 123 months in a row, undefeated. You don't need to scroll through the whole account to find the old spreadsheet. I've made it easy for you. Just head over to lockbetting.com and you can see. And before you commit to anything that I do, before you get any additional content, I actually want you to go and do your due diligence. I actually want you to research everything and have a look at those spreadsheets, not just because they come to a profit every single month, but because... I want you to see the type of bets that we do because it's sensible bankroll management. We don't chase losses with bigger plays. You won't find a five-star five-unit play on there or a 10-unit max or some ridiculous 20-unit whale or a 25 or even 50-unit play of the year, which isn't even annual. It seems to be every single week. We don't do none of that. It's just sensible bankroll management. It's betting for people who have a disposable income to gamble because if you don't have a disposable 
disposable income, you shouldn't be betting anyway because you should, you should never make a bet that you can't afford to lose. But if you do have that disposable income on a monthly basis for over a decade, I have turned that income into a profit. And if you are interested, you know where to go. Or you can shoot me a DM on the X account that I mentioned at LockBankX. That's at LockBettingX. So let's move on with this weekend's EPL slate. We are at match day four as we cover this weekend's action. And it begins once again on Friday where Luton Town get to play their first home game of the season. Their stadium was not suitable for Premier League football and therefore they needed to carry out some changes before they could actually host a home game in the EPL. Well, that happens this weekend as they welcome West Ham United. And West Ham are the 10 to 13 favourites to leave Kenilworth Road with all three points. Luton are the 18 to 5 underdogs and it's 14 to 5 here on the draw. It would be a lovely story if Luton could start with a win. This is obviously going to be a hostile atmosphere. This has been what the supporters have been waiting for. This is it. This is the home game. This is the real welcoming into the Premier League. It's been over 30 years since Kenilworth Road hosted a top flight league game. So this is going to be a very emotional atmosphere. But given West Ham won the Europa Conference League last season and given the start they've made to this season, I cannot bet against West Ham and David Moyes. I think they'll be able to overcome this hostile atmosphere and I think the better team will simply come out on top. West Ham can survive the pressure I think that Luton will put on them at the beginning whilst the home supporters are behind him. And Luton may even overcommit in this situation, allowing West Ham to expose them on the counter-attack, which is exactly how West Ham like to play under David Moyes. The Hammers have picked up seven points from three games and two victories have come against teams who have already beaten Luton this season. So, I think this current incarnation of West Ham are good enough and experienced enough and battle-tested enough to deal with going to Luton Town. And I think the better team will prevail in the end. I'm going to take West Ham simply on the money line to spoil Luton's party tonight. Before I move on to Saturday's game, let me take a quick pause here to tell you guys about the College Football Bankroll Challenge. College Football is back and to celebrate, SGPN is giving away a bunch of cash in our College Football Bankroll Challenge. It's free to enter, it's a season-long contest, and $1,000 will be given to first place, $500 to second, but the prizes double to $2,000 and $1,000 if you're a Patreon for the college football season. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bankroll or click the link in the app. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bankroll or click the link in the app. Let me also take this pause to tell you guys about DraftKings. Football fans, are you ready for week one? DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking you up with a can't-miss offer to start the season. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on college football and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. Life's more fun when you're in on the action. Download the DraftKings app now and use code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on college football only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code SGP. The crown is yours. 
Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-G-A-M-B-L-E-R. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Moving on to Saturday, and we start with what I think is already a relegation six-pointer, the Phil Jagielka derby as Everton travel to Sheffield United. Everton, for some reason, are the six to four favourites to win here. It's 21 to 10 on the draw, and it's two to one on Sheffield United. Everton haven't scored a goal yet in the Premier League. So for them to be an away favourite kind of tells you more about Sheffield United than it does about Everton. Everton did win in the cup in midweek, so maybe they'll build on that, although they did have to come back from behind against Doncaster, who had a worst team in the Football League. When you look at the tables, they are bottom of League Two, which is the bottom league. So I wouldn't really say that win gives me too much hope. So ultimately, I've landed on under two and a half goals. It seems to be the most obvious way to go. It was a winning bet for us last weekend when we took it in the game between Everton and Wolves. And we'll ride it again here for this one. Sheffield United, despite the fact they scored against Man City last weekend, that was a fluke. They have registered the lowest expected goals in the league of only 1.74 so far from the three games that they've played. While Everton, they are yet to score a league goal this entire season, while the last seven league meetings between these two sides, although that is some quite long historical data, they've all gone under two and a half goals. So we'll ride that selection again here for this one. We take a team who haven't scored a single goal this season against the team with the lowest XG in the entire league. And we look for them to deliver less than three goals and we get it at the price of seven to ten here for this one. We move on to the three o'clock kickoffs and we start with a game between Brentford and Bournemouth where Brentford are the four or five favourites. It's 29 to 10 on the draw and it's 18 to 5 here on Bournemouth. This is an easy one for me. This is the type of game that Brentford have been winning. So I'm just going to take Brentford straight on the money line to pick up the win here in this one. Brentford won 10 of 19 home games last season, losing only two. And again, they look solid on their own turf. Whilst the visitors, Bournemouth, they've lost six of their last seven Premier League games, including each of their last two on the road. And I think they lack belief when they travel more so than they do at home. There are actually four goals in Bournemouth's opening away game of the season, which was a 3-1 loss at Liverpool. And I think there could be goals here in this game once again, with 19 of Brentford's last 21 home games featuring at least two goals. But in this instance, I think Brentford will be scoring a majority of those goals. You can tack on Brentford with the over one and a half goals, which is Brentford to win by any scoreline but 1-0. And that takes you away from 7-10 to 10 and gives you a plus money price of 21-20. to 20. So that could be a good way to go here. But ultimately, I think Brentford win this game. This is the type of game they were winning last season. And I think they'll pick up another win here in this one. Up next, we move on to Tottenham's trip to Burnley where Spurs are the 10 to 11 favourites to win. Similar price to last weekend when they travelled to Bournemouth. It's 14 to 5 on the draw and it's 3 to 1 on Burnley. Great start by Ange Postacoglu in the Premier League, but they are out of the League Cup and that led to a lot of Tottenham fans very quickly turning on phone-ins this week, mainly on Daniel Levy and the lack of signings. But 
it didn't take long from their fans thinking they could challenge for the Premier League to turning on their team once again. I think a Spursy result could be in their future and therefore I am reluctant to take them as an away favourite again. Ultimately, I do think they'll win the game, but I do think in the coming weeks we will see a poor performance from Tottenham. But I'm going to take um, BTTS here as I do see Burnley finding the back of the net like they did last weekend against Villa. Spurs, no problem. They've scored in all of their games this season, but they've struggled for clean sheets for some time, particularly on the road, despite the fact they come into this off the back of keeping one last weekend away to Bournemouth, and they kept one against Man United. Prior to that, they've managed just one clean sheet in their last nine away games, And it's a run that stretches back to last season. Whilst this Burnley side, they have scored in their last two games and have averaged over two goals per game at home while in the championship last season. Now, obviously, that is an easier level of football, but Burnley absolutely stormed it. And for me, this is more of a play based on their stylistic approach. Vincent Company has a front foot approach. I don't think that's going to help him in the Premier League this season because ultimately, I think it will lead to losing games to teams like Manchester City, Arsenal, Man United, Liverpool and Tottenham. I think Burnley will probably lose all of those games because of the way that they play. It's more difficult for top sides to have to try and break down a defensive low block, which is often what inferior teams do. But Burnley don't accept that they are that inferior team. And I think that will be their undoing for the most part this season. But here, while I think Tottenham will win, I think BTTS is probably the better and safer selection as a Spursy result is on the horizon. And we take that BTTS at the price of 46 minus 150 here for this game. Up next, we move on to Chelsea hosting Nottingham Forest, where Chelsea are the 4-11 to favourites to win this game. There is 2-5 available if you shop around in some places. It's 4-1 on the draw and it's 15-2 on Forest. Forest gave Man United a big scare last weekend, but Man United came back from behind to win. I think if you disregard the fact Man United were asleep for the first five minutes, it was actually a relatively comfortable win for United. But... I do think Nottingham Forest could come to Chelsea and score again. They've been a very different team as of late. The defensive Nottingham Forest doesn't really exist and they're managing to score all of the time. They've scored at the Emirates and at Old Trafford this season while both meetings between these two sides saw BTTS land last season. The visitors have seen both teams score in nine of the last ten league games and I think there could be goals here in this one given that Chelsea have also conceded in 14 of the last 16 games and have managed just one clean sheet this season across all four of their matches so I think this will be a game that has goals ultimately I think Chelsea end up winning it a good way in here would be to take Chelsea to win and to tack on the over two and a half goals because that allows you Chelsea to score all three goals by themselves if they do keep a clean sheet or you do benefit from a Nottingham Forest contribution. Chelsea and the over two and a half goals is a plus money selection at the price of 11 to 10. So plus 110. That's going to be the way I go. That's going to be my pick here for this one. Up next, we move on to Manchester City's game this weekend. They are at home looking to maintain the only 100% record in the EPL. They are the 1-6 to favourites to do it at home to Fulham, who are the 16-1 to underdogs. And it's 7-1 to here on the draw. City cashed our lock last weekend. We were lucky to get that. They absolutely dominated Sheffield United. Erling Haaland, for some reason, just couldn't score in that game. And... 
They couldn't kill them off and Sheffield United got an equaliser completely against the run of play. But Rodri rescued Manchester City once again. And I think Manchester City are a good bet to go four out of four here in this one. They have now won their last 11 straight Premier League home games. But they have conceded in four of their last seven. And Fulham will fancy their chances of getting on the score sheet. After a uh, 2-2 draw with Arsenal last weekend, where they obviously got on the score sheet twice, they showed great resiliency to claim that game, especially when they had 10 men. And they're also coming off the back of a League Cup success over Tottenham. So they'll be uh, confident going into this game. But ultimately, I think that confidence would probably only be good enough to see them find the back of the net. They could make a contribution towards the scoring. But I do think that Manchester City will run out here as comfortable winners. I'm going to take City to win the game. And I'm going to tack on the over two and a half goals. A Fulham contribution would benefit us. But we all know Manchester City are more than capable of getting those three goals by themselves. Erling Haaland did score last weekend. But he also missed a penalty and he missed a hatful of chances. So he'll be looking for a better game. It would not surprise me whatsoever if Haaland does deliver his first hat-trick of the season in this game. Haaland to score a hat-trick is priced up at 12-1. to I would be having a small sprinkle on that, but my main selection is simply to take Manchester City to carry on winning and to tack on the over two and a half goals here because Man City are unbackable at 1-6. to But the 8-13 to on Manchester City and over two and a half goals is a much better way to bet this game as I definitely don't see Manchester City dropping points here and I also don't see under three goals scored in this one. Moving on to the late game on Saturday, and it is a cracker. It would probably be the game of the weekend if Arsenal weren't playing Manchester United on Sunday afternoon. By the way, that game is covered exclusively over on BetMUFC. So BetMUFC is the only place that you can hear my breakdown for Arsenal versus Manchester United, along with a recap of the win against Nottingham Forest. So we finish off with the last game on Saturday. It's Brighton versus Newcastle, where Brighton are the narrow 6-4 favourites. It's 11-4 on the draw, and Eddie Howe's Newcastle, after back-to-back defeats, are the 13-8 underdogs, although very narrowly. You can probably find different places at different prices, sorry, at different books. This is a difficult one to call because Brighton, of course, started with that 100% record and many many people expected them to go three out of three, but they fell apart last weekend against West Ham. Whilst Newcastle, they started with a 5-1 win against Aston Villa, but they have come, they have then lost back-to-back games against both Manchester City and Liverpool. But you would argue that is top caliber competition who, in Liverpool's case, may challenge for the title, but in Manchester City's case, will definitely be the team to beat when it comes to winning the title. That makes this a difficult pick. Now, goals is obviously the obvious way to go. Brighton's games have been absolutely full of goals so far this season, including another four last weekend. But I'm going to take a small lean on Newcastle. It concerns me, it would concern me as a Brighton fan, if my team fell at the first competent obstacle. And that was West Ham. That was the first really decent team that they played. And they picked them off on the counter-attack. Newcastle are even better at doing that. Newcastle are defensively solid. 
though well, they haven't been so far really this season, but they were last season and I think they have the personnel there to once again be defensively solid. They can set up and do exactly what West Ham did and they can be more deadly on the counter-attack. They have better passers in midfield who can penetrate you and they have even more pace than the Hammers up front. This is going to be a game where Isaac's going to be very, very dangerous on the counter-attack as Newcastle look to break on this Brighton team as they overcommit forward. Harvey Barnes is also going to thrive in this situation and I can see Newcastle coming away with the away win as the underdog. So we're going to disregard data here as the data does does pretty much point to goals. And we're going to take Newcastle as a pick, as an underdog. They are available at the price of even money plus 100. This pushes if the game ends up being a draw. It loses if Brighton win. But you win if Newcastle can come away with three points here, the Amex, which would mean back-to-back defeat and back-to-back home defeats for Brighton, a team who started the season very, very well and were once again getting lots of plaudits from the pundits. But they did beat some very inferior competition. I know you can only beat what's in front of you, but what was in front of Brighton last weekend was, as I said, the first really competent side that they faced and they ended up losing the game. So that was the first time Brighton faced a team who could potentially finish in the top half of the EPL. We saw the result and I expect the same result this weekend. I'm going to take Newcastle as a pick. Newcastle in the draw no bet market here in this one. Before we move on to Sunday's games, let me take another quick pause here to tell you guys about Underdog Fantasy. August is almost over and you know what that means. Time is running out for you to draft your fantasy football team on Underdog Fantasy. The time to get that done is now. The last day to draft your fantasy football team is September the 7th, which is just a week away. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store and sign up with the promo code SGPN to get your first deposit doubled up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com and the promo code SGPN. Let me also tell you guys, I mentioned it earlier about the Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon. I have now been with the SGP for nearly 10 years. It will be 10 years in June. And I really want you guys to step up and sign up for the Patreon as it gives you exclusive access to contests, including... The NFL win totals contest with a $1,000 first place prize. This week's weekly Patreon pick'em is actually a week one college football pick'em. The prize is a cornhole board perfect for any college football tailgate. This Patreon is a great way to support the network and fight back against corporate gambling, something that we've done since I've been here for the last nine and a half years. The Patreon is a great way to support the network and fight back against corporate gambling. And the way to get involved is simply to head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. That is sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. So we move on to Sunday and we look at a game here between Crystal Palace and Wolves. With Palace are the 10 to 11 favourites, 12 to 5 on a draw, and it's 16 to 5 here on Wolves. Hard game to call, really. Um, I'm not enamoured with taking Crystal Palace to win because of the injuries that they have, but I will take them reluctantly against the Wolves side. They've made quite a solid start to the season with four points from three games, just one defeat. And they can make the most of home advantage here against Wolves. The Eagles picked up 28 of their 45 points last season at Sellers Park, whilst Wolves have won just three of the last 21 away league games, losing 13 of those matches. 
Palace have scored six goals in four games in all competitions this season and they may need to come up with two goals here against the Wolves team who have now struck in each of their last three games. So this could be a better goal-scoring performance overall this season than, than Wolves, Wolves last season where they only delivered 31. But ultimately, I do think Crystal Palace should be good enough to win this game. It was a type of game they were winning last season. And whilst we don't have too much to go on so far this season, I will reluctantly take Crystal Palace at a price of 10-11 to 11 to pick up another win here in this one. The final game we cover from Sunday because, as I said, Arsenal-Man United is exclusively covered over on BetMUFC is the game between Liverpool and Aston Villa, where Liverpool, off the back of a miracle comeback win against Newcastle last weekend, which I called on this show, was one of the only people that took Liverpool. They are the 7-10 home favourites. It's 10-3 on the draw, and Aston Villa here are the 7-2 underdogs. It's not often you get such overwhelming data for a high-scoring game. But that's exactly what we have here for this game. The over two and a half goals is significantly juiced at a price of two to five. And I wouldn't even argue with that pricing. I do think that is the correct price for this game because I do expect goals and expect those goals to arrive on both ends of the pitch. I do think this is going to be a high-scoring game. And BTTS and over two and a half goals combined actually does appeal to me, as does the over three. Over three goals for this game is priced up at seven to ten. Over 3.25 is your 50-50 line. So it's 10 to 11 on under 3.25 and it's 10 to 11 on over 3.25 with over three and a half goals available at six to five plus 120 overwhelming data for a high-scoring game. Neither of these two sides come into this one in bad form. Villa have four straight wins, although two of them were against Hibs. Liverpool haven't lost in four, but Liverpool also don't have a clean sheet in any of their last five matches, with over two and a half goals cashing in eight out of their last nine games. Over two and a half goals has cashed in eight out of Aston Villa's last eight games. So eight straight games for over two and a half goals for Aston Villa. Eight out of nine for Liverpool. BTTS has also been a winning bet in five straight games involving Liverpool. The head-to-head meetings between these two teams have also produced goals. Liverpool haven't lost in the last six, but they have no clean sheet in three. Aston Villa have no clean sheet in the last eight, with over two and a half goals cashing in five of the last seven. And BTTS cashing in six of the last seven games. So strong, strong data here for goals. Different ways to play it. Over three goals is available at seven to ten. I do like that selection. I also like the over two and a half goals with both teams to score tacked on. That is available at a narrowly better price. That one is available at four to five minus 125 here for this one. What should be a very, very entertaining game and a very entertaining lead in as we await Arsenal and Manchester United on Sunday. A very high-scoring, action-packed game is expected between Liverpool and Aston Villa, especially, I forgot to add, with Virgil van Dijk out suspended. Now, many people will argue that van Dijk isn't the defender that he was, and I think that is true. Since he's been injured, he's not the same. But there's obviously going to be a psychological element for Liverpool defenders and supporters by having him there. Without him there, everything is automatically going to feel a little bit more unbalanced. So when you're betting this, you're more worried 
I would say, about Aston Villa making a contribution than Liverpool, given that Liverpool are the favourites and it's Villa who are the team who have conceded in eight straight games. But if you needed better reasoning for Aston Villa to find the back of the net here, aside from the data, then obviously the absence of Virgil van Dijk is a huge plus point. So once again, to recap, our main two leans here for this one is the over three with also a selection on over two and a half goals with BTTS. One's available at seven to ten and the latter is available at four to five minus one twenty five. Closing out with your lock for this show. Lots of stuff I like here on this show, to be honest. Um, I think West Ham will be too good for Luton. I think Sheffield United and Everton are going to have a low-scoring low game. I think Brentford are going to continue to do what they did last season, which is beat inferior teams at home. I think Manchester City, with over two and a half goals, is a very safe way to go. And I did have that penciled in as my lock. But on this particular week, with the Premier League giving us such strong data for one game, I'm going to ride it. Now, if we could just ride data and use that as a way to win money on a weekly basis, we'd ride that data all the way to the bank in every single sport. But sport doesn't work that way. We have situations where the data is completely thrown out of the window. For example, a cup final. You could have two attacking teams in a cup final, but they would be very aware of what the other opponent does and they would prepare for that. One of the best examples is PSG versus Bayern Munich from 2020. That was supposed to be a blockbuster. It ended up being a 1-0 win for Bayern. But in this instance... I think these two teams will deliver and they will get us the four goals we need to win. The selection's on over three. So if there are less than three goals, we lose. If there are exactly three goals, we're protected by a push. So four goals is our magic number. And this selection is available at seven to ten. I'll quickly revisit the data in case you're one of those people that just fast forwarded through the show and went straight to the lock. Liverpool have no clean sheet in five with over two and a half goals cashing in eight of the last nine games, whilst Aston Villa has seen over two and a half goals in every single one of their last eight, with Liverpool seeing BTTS cashing every single one of their last five. Liverpool come into this one without a clean sheet in their last three against Aston Villa, while Villa haven't kept a clean sheet against Liverpool in eight straight games. There have been more than two and a half goals between these two in five of the last seven with BTTS cashing in six of the last seven. So while I was tempted just to take over two and a half goals with BTTS tacked on, which was available at four to five minus 125, actually a better price. We go for the over three here, which loses if there are no goals, one goal or two goal pushes when we get to three. So once we get to three, if we get to three, we're not going to lose any money here. But four goals is our magic number here for a win in this one at the price of seven to ten. That's it for this edition of the EPL show. Don't forget to check out all the additional content. Man United's trip to Arsenal is covered exclusively on BetMFC. We also have Scamessa Italia, which is also 100% this season with its looks. And we have two editions of the fight show. AW and WWE's pay-per-views this weekend are covered collectively on one show. WWE are doing payback from Pittsburgh, whilst AEW travel once again to Chicago, this time for All Out. Whilst the other edition of the fight show concentrates on the rematch between Chris Eubank Jr. and Liam Smith. They're going to be doing it again this weekend in Manchester. Last time out, Liam Smith upset Chris Eubank, and this time he goes in as the favourite 
So Eubank, off the back of that defeat, which was a controversial defeat because many thought that Liam Smith used his elbow, as do I, Chris Eubank has moved from a 1-2 to two minus 200 favourite to around about a 6-4 plus 150 underdog. So make sure you do check out that show and get my feelings on that drastic line change from the last fight. Also, as I said, all the usual podcasts are available. To make sure you never miss one, make sure you are subscribed to the Soccer Gambling Podcast feed. Until next time, good luck with all of your bets as always and thanks for listening.